welcome to Rat Roast, a podcast by rats and for rats, where we, the rats, sift through the best garbage the internet has to offer. I'm Fiona, a fake decorative apple at Ikea with a bite taken out of it. And I'm Arden, a Mini Cooper sitting engulfed in flames on the side of the highway. Perfect. And we are back at long last. Yes. We're back from the dead. I had the plague, and I still do. You can probably (laughs) hear it in my voice. But before, I was coughing whenever I breathed, so that would not be good recording uh, content. We just release a 40-minute clip (laughs) of you coughing. It's just audio of Fiona dying. Yeah. Or I'm just doing the podcast normal and you're <laughs> just contributing nothing, coughing on the other end. I'm dying in the background. Yeah. All right, Fiona, do you want to introduce the topic of this episode? Um, We are doing, I guess it's just like food blogs. Yeah, like weird recipe people. Yeah, you you know the type. <laughs> you know the type. Some of these are a little more out there than the general type, yeah. but it's it's some good stuff. I'm excited. Yes. Okay, so let's just jump right into it, I guess. Yeah. The first blog that we are talking about today is called The Pesky Pescatarian. Who's this woman from, I believe, Turkey, who posts a lot of pescatarian recipes. Is she Turkish or is she just someone living in Turkey? That is a good question. She has an About Me page, so I will check. Does she? Yeah, she does. I am the pesky pescatarian, and I am 36. I have spent the last nine years living in Turkey with my husband. We have a three-year-old daughter and a nine-year-old adopted street dog. Well, that's cool. So she is not Turkish. Yeah. I mean, she's lived there for nine years. I feel like she gets to claim that. True. All right, so... Which, uh, what do you want to talk about first for her? Um, how about the mighty meaty lentil... Okay, it's good. Just because I really hate that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty bad. And just to start off, like, she's already spe- spreading fake news about the nature of lentils. <laughs> yeah. Who are not mighty nor meaty. They're not mighty at all. They taste terrible. <laughs> yeah, see, the first sentence here is, lentils can be so tasty and versatile. No. <laughs> first off, that's wrong. As well as having great nutritional value. Do they? I don't know about that. I don't, like... I mean, I don't know enough about lentils to say whether or not that is true, so... Yeah, I don't consider myself a lentil expert, but... <laughs> a lentil expert. Oh, God. Yeah, but she's she's definitely one of those people who, like, rambles on... For a good amount. On ...before getting to the recipe, so she's like... Lentils can be so tasty and versatile as well as having great nutritional value, so why don't we cook with them more? It took me a while to get my head around the fact that they can be so much more than a side dish. My first real experience with them was in an Indian restaurant where I would always order the dal, typically made with red lentils. These days I have just branched out into the very different but just as easy to cook brown and green lentils, and that's like not even half of the paragraph. Yeah. (laughs) So... I think you get the idea about that, but she just talks about lentils for about 20 minutes. I know, and it's all about lentils. Yeah. And then she she uses this term, she calls her husband her OH a lot, which I have assessed to mean uh, other half, but I had to look that up. I had no idea what she was talking about, because I've never heard- I feel like she could- just say her husband? She definitely could. She says it about every other post. She uses the term OH. Yeah, like- it doesn't really, it just makes someone confused. Like, husband would work yeah. fine. It's it's not like it makes your already long paragraph <laughs> longer. Yeah. 
She's not, her website design isn't the greatest either. Oh, no. Because, like, well, but just because she posts, like, 18 different pictures of each, uh, of each food, but they're all just kind of in a, um, in, like, a Flickr photo set. They're not really along with the steps of the recipe. No. So she just kind of has a lot of pictures of, like, lentil mush with no <laughs> context surrounding it. Yeah. And we should talk about her, um, archives, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is turning into me just, like, roasting this woman's website, so we should, like, find some jokes, maybe. Well, I I just want to talk about the archives, because they're weird. Mm-hmm. So, on the side of the page, it says archives, which, you know, that's fine. And it says, there's a bunch of different bullet points, and it says, July 2017, June 2017, May 2017, March 2017, August 2013, <laughs> July 2013, June 2013... So she posted, like, all these months in 2013, mm-hmm. then just took, like, a three-year break, and then kept <laughs> posting every month in 2017. She makes her debut with toddler-friendly cheese bites. Oh, wonderful. But, like, she doesn't even mention the fact that... She's been gone. She was gone for four years. She just kind of returns. Yep, just like, hello, it's like, we're here, back. take these cheese bites, y'all. <laughs> you know, that's a good recipe to debut again. Yeah, Toddler cheese friendly bites. cheese bites. I don't, what the fuck is a cheese bite? They're kind of cute. They look like little, she cut them to look like little squirrels. Yeah, I like that. I just am confused on what they would taste like. Would they just be cheese? It's cheese and flour and butter. Interesting. Yeah, just kind of in a mush. I think that's 90% of the food I eat, so I'd probably like those. So she's just, she's made big Cheez-Its, I think. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. Yeah, that's the thing, is like, her presentation is a little weird, and she kind of rambles, but her recipes are, you know, valid. Yeah, unlike some of the other blogs we're gonna be looking <laughs> Yeah, she's just a Turkish pescatarian doing her thing. Yeah, and like, pescatarians are bad, that's just like... Not eating meat except for fish, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little, um, I think it's, uh, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Because a lot of them still consider themselves vegetarians, which doesn't really make sense to me personally. It's like, I think it's still meat, but, you know, you do you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't really get the whole, like, oh, I'm a vegetarian, it's like, excuse me? (laughs) Yeah, okay, uh, do you want to talk about the next post now that we have slated? Okay, so, this post is just titled, What Can I Make with a Four Kilogram Cauliflower? Not much. Which, it intrigued me, as I, as I'm sure you can imagine. So, her first paragraph, she says, she sets up the whole thing, obviously. She says, living in Turkey, I have grown used to visiting the weekly markets in the village and enjoying the fuller flavors of all the fruit and veg when it is at its best and in season. I love the non-uniform sizes and shapes, but sometimes it gets silly. Last week, I wanted some cauliflower. I thought it would be good to try and make most of it while it is at its best and cheapest. So I went to one of my usual stalls, and when I asked how much, I was told... 3TL. I assume that's the Turkish, like, currency. Turkey dollars. Turkey dollars. <laughs> each. Which is just under one pound. He asked which one I wanted, but since they were all the same price, I went for the largest one, a whopping four kilograms. A little excessive, perhaps, or a challenge. What could I do with this mammoth beast? Well, for starters, I couldn't fit it in the fridge. It had to be cut in half first. Oh my god. How much is 4kg? I'm bad with, like, the metric system. Um, I don't know. You're the one who's, like, lived in Europe. I have no idea. It's eight pounds? What? <laughs> what the Shit. fuck? Yeah, I shouldn't know that 
a kilogram is about two pounds. Christ. Gee, an eight-pound cauliflower. That's so heavy. I'm gonna search eight-pound cauliflower. See oh my god, that's almost like as a... big as my cat. <laughs> oh no! It's just showing like a pound of cauliflower. So about eight of those what squished What weighs together. more, a pound of cauliflower or a pound of feathers? Mm. I like her attitude about like being faced with a four kilogram cauliflower. Oh yeah. Just because she's like, I, just accepting the challenge. Like she's going for the biggest one without hesitation. Can't even fit in her fridge, which she probably knew when she bought it. Yeah. And now she needs to recount the entire story to her, um, <laughs> to all of her followers on, like blogger or whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. There's only three stars on this recipe. There's yeah, one I saw that. Three stars. One review, three stars. I want to read it. I don't. I think they just left the review. They didn't oh, leave. Yeah. Like, well, that's kind of shady. That's mean. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with the <laughs> giant fucking cauliflower? Yeah, dish? I feel like three stars is a little mean. I can yeah. understand like four stars, but three. Mm-hmm. Cauliflower goes well with walnuts, so why not another nut? I, is that how is that how th- is that how food works? <laughs> I feel like they're nuts. Is that how food goes? Different nuts taste very differently. Yeah, like you can't yeah. just be like, "Oh, walnuts work here, so let's try hazelnuts," which is what she did. She also said she was given a kilo or two of hazelnuts by a friend. So, like, <laughs> what friend is just giving out a kilo of hazelnuts? Four pounds of hazelnuts. <laughs> Here you go, enjoy. Don't know what you're gonna do with these. Is this just what it's like in Turkey? There's just people handing out kilos of hazelnuts. Yeah, and eight pound cauliflowers. <laughs> we should move to Turkey. I don't like cauliflower. Cauliflower's nasty, it doesn't even taste like anything. Yeah, I, I suppose I could snack on the hazelnuts. You just carry around a four pound bag of hazelnuts. <laughs> That's all you eat. Oh my god. Okay, should we go on to our next, next one? Moving on to our next blog. This one's kind of an anomaly because most of these blogs are run by women, but you know, we are an inclusive podcast. We're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna pin people down with these gender roles. So yeah. this one is run by a man. His name is Seth. He's an aspiring Olympic weightlifter and food enthusiast, self-proclaimed. His blog is the Food Guru, but his URL is foodguru802. So I guess just the food guru was taken, yeah. which doesn't really surprise me, but he, I guess he just got there kind of late to make that happen. Yeah. So the main thing about this guy is just the way he types. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really something. It's interesting. It's kind of like a, uh, like a 12 year old in, you know, 2009. Yeah. For instance, he's talking about coconuts, which, you know, that's valid. I like coconuts. <laughs> And one of the, he starts off with like a kind of like paragraph about them. And then he has a kind of subheading that just says fat. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> all capitalized with three exclamation points. And then he's like, that that's right. Coconuts are composed of mostly fat and not just any old fat, but that super scary, crazy, spine-tingling, saturated fat. OMG. Crazy, right? <laughs> he has a lot of this, a lot of this going on. It's like the whole, I'm loving the energy that he brings to the table. Like, he's really spicing up the <laughs> recipe blog scene. Like, yeah, it's just, it's so like, and he posts like references and shit. Look at this. He's doing it the right way. Oh, shit. He's like citing his sources. Okay. We were going to talk about eating the manly way. 
I'm just going to read this first paragraph. Yeah, go ahead. So he says, this is how he opens the post. He says, let's face it, eating healthy sure doesn't sound manly. It sounds like you're some pansy who's trying to watch their figure and stay trim. Seriously, who wants to be all meek, skinny, and worst of all, weak? (laughs) Now, there's nothing wrong with trying to lose a few pounds, but it just so happens that you're a man and men should eat big, meaty, chunky meals that fill their belly and build big, strong, manly muscles. How else are you going to move that massive weight? The good news is that you can eat that masculine food you love and still be lean, ripped, and beastly. Wonderful. So, you know, you know, ignoring the, like, mild homophobia of, the, <laughs> of that whole thing. I feel like, also, he says, eating healthy sure doesn't sound manly, and then he says, like, who wants to be all meek, skinny, and worst of all, weak? Yeah. I feel like eating healthy kind of comes with, like, doing exercise and stuff. I feel like they just pound protein shake, though. <laughs> Like that's 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 all it really goes into that. That's how men eat healthy is they just slurp pro big, strong, and beastly. It's like soylent green. Oh no. <laughs> that's like a thing now though. Yeah, I know. I tried some of it and it tasted terrible. I'm sure it did. Because <laughs> it's made of people. That's why it tasted bad. <laughs> Not because it's like horrible powder garbage. <laughs> I try like it tasted just like if you take flour and mix it with water. Ew! So like it was paper mache in your yeah, mouth. it was paper mache that I was drinking. So I tried adding some stuff to it, like mm-hmm. to flavor it. Like I added sugar and I added some other stuff. Yeah, and it just tasted bad. <laughs> tasted so bad. Lovely. I like him talking about whole milk. He says, that's right. We don't need none of that frilly, fat-free stuff. We want the whole creamy, yummy, thick, and refreshing kind of milk, the way nature intended it. Well, I mean, I like whole milk, so I'll agree with him there. Yeah, but, like, does he have to talk like this? (laughs) No. But, okay, the bacon bit, though. Okay, the bacon is the best. Here, I'll read it here. Yeah, do it. Okay, dot, dot, dot. Seriously, dot, dot, dot. Who doesn't love bacon? (laughs) In all caps. And then he goes, thought you had to avoid it on a healthy diet? Wrong-o. 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 Bacon is no less healthy than many cuts of chicken, turkey, beef, or any other meat that you can think of offhand. Sure, it has some fat in it, but fat, once again, is a great low-carb energy source. Is that true? I don't, that doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about fat to dispute it. (laughs) God damn it. I just wrote a paper about carbohydrates for school, but I don't remember anything about it. Classic. Um, And then later on he says, don't believe me? Just do some online re- or sorry, some online searching. Bacon, like, like beef, is also packed with B vitamins and dem dare proteins. <laughs> it like drags out the word proteins. Oh my god. I feel like this blog is very much a product of the year it was uh, written. 2012. Oh, yeah. So I was right about the 2012 thing. A okay. good picture about of the 2012 just sort of culture. It really is. Oh, my God. I'm really enjoying looking through his pictures, and you can clearly see which ones he took himself and which ones he found on the internet. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, when he has kind of a sketchy photo of a like kind of blurry jar of almond butter. Versus, like, this nicely lit, plated, like, picture of some almond butter on toast. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, and then that kind of sketchy picture of the nutrition facts on the back of the... Okay, hold on. If you scroll up to the top, he says, by making... Like, this is in, like, his description of his blog. He says, by making these choices, I personally guarantee you will perform better in the gym, stay healthier throughout the year, and get stronger both physically and mentally. Which... 
Seems like a very bold claim. That is. I feel like I could I feel like I could sue him. Yeah, honestly, like I feel like you need to have multiple clinical trials to be able yeah. to make that claim publicly. Where is your peer reviewed <laughs> study? I need like a double blind like, <laughs> controlled exactly. experiment. This needs to be published in nature or it is garbage. Oh my god, he has 17 followers. Uh, seven of them are inactive. Wonderful. So he has <laughs> yes. 10 followers. Yeah. I always wonder what happens to these people who just sort of drop off the face of the earth. Because like he hasn't updated since 2012. I mean, he's probably doing something. And then like he just this is just a bad memory. Maybe he's in the Olympics. Maybe he achieved his goal. Yeah. Do you have anything more to say about the food guru? No, I think I think we covered it. He's just sort of an interesting character. Yeah. You do you, Mr. Food Guru. Mr. Food Guru. <laughs> First name Food, last name Guru. No. <laughs> Please, call me Food. Mr. Guru is my father. Okay. Um, you want to move on to the Fruitarian? Fruitarian? Frugitarian, I think. Fru- I thought it- she just spells it Fruitarian. Does she? Yeah. No, oh yeah, fruitarian, but she says humans are frugivores. Interesting. Alright, so she's already off to a bad start. There are some inconsistencies happening. Should I, yeah, should we just read this little side bit here? Yeah, yeah, this is uh, my, fruit, my fruitarian life on Blogspot, for anyone who may be interested. Okay. Message to the world. Humans are frugivores. Fruit is the correct food for humans. Just fruit, only fruit, nothing but fruit. If you're eating anything besides fruit, you are harming yourself. You are poisoning yourself. Fruit is the correct food for humans. Now you know the truth at last. And lucky for us, fruit is the most delicious, is the mo- most beautiful, ethical, loving, delicious, gentle, soothing, comforting, healing, blissful, euphoric, and magical food on the planet. Freely given by Mother Nature. Thank you, Mother Nature. Thank you, Universe. Little heart shape. Love, Julie. <laughs> Okay. All of that is wrong. Okay. Again, some bold claims by yeah. Julie, the fruitarian. The fuck is a frugivore? The only frugivore I can think of is a fruit bat. A fruit bat. Yeah, I mean, I get like fruit flies, maybe. Yeah, definitely not humans. No, 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 no. Do you know why we have incisors, honey? It's like, you know, 10,000 years of, like, domesticated agriculture and livestock have been a fucking lie. <laughs> Guess those hunter-gatherers had it all wrong. Yep. Oh, God. I like the, the third line, though, because it really, it reminds me of, like, you must eat the fruit, the whole fruit, and nothing but the fruit. <laughs> like, you have to step up to, like, fruit court and testify. You have to, like, put your hand on a melon. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. And then she says, freely given by Mother Nature. Yeah, and also, like, ethical? I don't think that's true either. Like, there's a lot of, like, fuckery going on in, like, the agricultural industry. I mean, I suppose, like, if you grow your own fruit trees, then, like, that Mm -hmm. works, but then it's not free, because you have to, like, do shit with the trees to make them grow. Yeah. Unless you happen to live in, like, Florida with a bunch of orange trees where it's just... (laughs) good for that tree but yeah it is okay fruit is let's go through each of these words beautiful i suppose i guess it depends on the fruit ethical no the agriculture industry is it's it's bad not ethical loving 
I don't know how a fruit can be loving. Is fruit capable of love? <laughs> I think that's the question of the episode. <laughs> is fruit capable of love? Maybe? I don't believe so. Oh. It's fruit! Why not? It's fucking fruit! It doesn't have a brain! Don't be a hater! Um, delicious. Yes, it is quite, yeah. quite delicious. Yeah, I'll, I'll give her that. Gentle? Gentle. I don't, really, I don't really know how, like, any food could be not gentle. I don't think pineapples are very gentle. No, they hurt your mouth. Yeah. After, like, eating a good bit of pineapple, your mouth hurts. They, like, dissolve your mouth. And they're all spiky on the outside. Like, yeah. that's, not a, that's not a gentle that's food. That's not gentle. Okay, soothing. Sure. Maybe. It depends. Yeah. If you eat a mushy grape, that is not soothing. Oh, no, there's nothing soothing about <laughs> mushy food in general. That's the opposite of soothing. Comforting. Comforting? Yeah, I, I go to bed at night just surrounded surrounded by oranges. Just, I like the comfort that they bring you me. You just have, like, a few boxes of oranges emptied out onto your bed. Do you, have you ever heard this, like, theory about how people who sleep with more pillows are, like, more depressed and lonely? Yeah, that's me, but with oranges. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that's true of people who sleep with more fruit? They need the <laughs> comfort that, like, apples bring. God, that would be... I feel like that would be so bizarre and vaguely uncomfortable to sleep with a bunch of fruit. Yeah, for sure. It would also get so mushy, you'd have to change it out, like, every day. Or you'd just be sleeping in just a puddle of, like, applesauce. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Healing. I don't think um, fruit has any healing properties. Okay, hold on. There, I think, like, jokes aside, there might be some real truth to that. Because, like, if you eat, like, shit, but you start, <laughs> then you start eating more fruits... I mean, that's that's not that's good for you. I mean, yeah, but that's like that's like if you eat like shit. It's not like you rub a banana peel on your arm and it like heals your fracture. Like, yeah, that's but that's only if you eat like shit. I'm talking like yeah. if you eat like a relatively healthy normal person. I don't uh -huh. think fruit is really gonna. Do you know a lot about that? No, <laughs> that's what I thought. Um, we only have three words left. Blissful. We're in the final stretch. Yeah. Um. I don't want to I don't want to think too much about that one. <laughs> okay, euphoric. <laughs> uh, I don't need I don't need drugs. I get high on fruit. I get high on fruit. <laughs> She's like crushing up like the rind of a pineapple and snorting it. Like snorting it. No. Oh Christ. I feel like there are probably some fruits you could get high off of. Oh yeah, like like cocaine comes from a plant. Yeah, but I don't think there's a cocaine fruit. Fruit drugs. Fruit drugs. <laughs> oh, I wrote dugs. It's fine. Is that little, like... Oh, well, there's, like, um... Hmm. Is that little pod before... No, that's, like, a bud, it's isn't it? It's just talking about, like, prescription medications interacting with, like, grapefruit. Oh. Okay. Drugs. Hold on. Drugs made from fruit. That's probably gonna come with, like, prescription drugs. Yeah. Ooh, the new party drug. Berries. <laughs> Damn, this party is lit! Hey kid, you want some blackberries? Oh my god. I mean, you. I do hear about animals getting, like, drunk off of fermented fruits that they just eat. Yeah, I suppose alcohol is a drug, and you can yeah. ferment, like, apples and make them alcoholic. Uh-huh. So, okay, yeah, sure. we'll give you that. Alright, last one. Magical. No. Definitely not. No. no. Alright. So some of those were vaguely... Yeah. Okay, most were not. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I, let's, I want to just move over to her about her. About me. Yes. Sorry. 
Um, she refers to herself as Fruity Jewels. Fruity Jewels. Wonderful. Fruity Jewels. She says she's 58 going on 17, 5 foot 2 and 90 pounds. Yeah, like... She's so fucking little. Okay, I don't know how how heavy a 5 foot 2 person should be. I'm 5 foot 3... Uh, I'm like 115 pounds, and I'm like oh. extra small. Everything. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm not. A, I'm not a large person. No, you're not. So how the fuck is she 90 pounds? I don't know what she's doing. Oh no. Because she's been only eating fruit for eight years. Yeah, that's probably that's probably the reason. I am worried. <laughs> I am worried about her. Same. Like, I feel like she that's too small. Yeah. Alright, um... So, yeah, the last few posts on her blog are, like... The, here's the thing about her blog, is it's not really recipes, because she's just eating fruit. Yeah. So it's kind of her just, like, posting a picture of some raspberries and then talking about them. Yeah, like, she says, like, candy, and it's just talking about eating raspberries. Yeah, so I'm not really sure, like, what the demographic of this blog is, besides just, like, a personal journal for her, because there's not really... Yeah, it's just talking about, like, here, it'll say, yesterday I ate, at eight, at eight, Mm -hmm. juice of six Valencia oranges, at ten, juice of eight Valencia oranges, (laughs) at one, six golden kiwi, at two, one heirloom cantaloupe, at three... Three bananas at five, two papayas at seven, four heirloom tomatoes plus several zucchini, and at nine, one huge mango. Yeah. I think zucchini is a vegetable. It's a, I mean, they are fruits, technically. They have seeds. Oh, they are? Okay, never mind. Yeah. You're good. I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna read you there, but <laughs> gonna you're roast good. her for that one. <laughs> yeah. How, oh, that's so much fruit. I know, it's so much fucking fruit. I, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I know. I feel like after, like, the six kiwis, I'd be like, I'm done. Yeah, like, I'm out, bitch. (laughs) I don't even like kiwis. She also, she talks a lot about eating bananas in banana pudding, which is, like, breaking one of her own, like, scriptures. Yeah, that is not... Just fruit, only fruit, nothing but fruit. There is definitely more than fruit in banana pudding, unless she's literally just eating mashed up banana. I would not be surprised if she was just eating mashed up banana. Honestly, true. But, like, ew. Nasty. Let's be real. I can only eat half bananas because the texture gets to me after half of them. And I think if I tried to eat a mushed up banana, I could eat about a (laughs) pea-sized portion of that. And then I'd be like, "Mm, I'm done. Slorp. Slorp? Yes, slorp. No. At first I thought you were reading off of the blog. No. And I was like, bitch, you can only eat half a banana and you're eating only (laughs) fruit for eight years? (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. I feel like she's definitely making some sort of banana pudding. Like, it's not store-bought, because she said two bananas in banana pudding. You cannot, like, get a cup of banana pudding and be like, oh, this is half a banana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, on this post about- on this one post, she- Again, we have excessive amounts of food being acquired. This is a running trend. She says, I took my own advice today and bought six pounds of local strawberries, 20 pounds of earth bananas, and 16 pounds of Valencia oranges, plus a few pounds of other stuff like cukes and tomatoes. Um. 20 pounds of bananas. What job does this person have? What the fuck? Like, how does she afford 7,000 pounds of fruit every day? First of all, what are earth bananas? I don't know. Are there Mars bananas? Maybe like plantains or something like in the banana family. This is the truth that NASA doesn't want you to see. <laughs> all, all bananas come from Mars. 
plantain. I'm just gonna search earth banana. Okay, I, I haven't found anything good earth bananas, but I found a question on Quora that says, is the earth banana shaped or are our bananas earth shaped? Yes to both. Which is an exceptional question. I feel like if one is true, then the other is also true. No, not necessarily. Because it's like, is the color orange named after the fruit, or is the fruit orange named after the color? It's like, which one came first? Well, yeah, but that's a different, that's different because, um... No, I, I just mean, like, which one came first. Oh. Because, like, if the earth is banana-shaped, that means that bananas preceded the earth. Where did the bananas come from? I don't know. <laughs> they precede earth. Why are people asking the chicken and the egg question when they could be asking the banana and the earth question? <laughs> banana and the earth. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right, um... Do we have anything more to say about this wonderful person who eats only fruit? She's really bad at taking photos of fruit. She is, yeah. It's all very blurry. And very blurry and close Bad lighting. Like, it's just an amateur move. It is, yeah. Anyway, well, right, she's wrong. Yeah. I'm a little worried about her, but, you know, she's lived eight years, well, so... Well, this was all posted back in, like, 2010, so... Yeah, so I guess there is a chance that it killed her. <laughs> oh, no. I hope not. Yeah. I hope you're doing good, Julie, wherever you are. <laughs> but, yeah. If not, this has been our homage to you. Yes. Okay, so, let's move on to, uh... We really saved the best for last. Should I just talk about my first experience with this lady? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people will have had the same first experience. Yeah. So, I don't know if you've seen it. You may have. But there's this video of this lady where... She talks about, like, what she eats in a day, and she starts off with, I think, about 20 full-sized oranges, and then she moves on to a full bucket full of heads of lettuces, and she just eats them. Love the crunch. Like, in one sitting. Delicious. And she, she's like, oh, I like to sweeten them up a bit, so she sticks a single date inside the head of lettuce and then just munches it. And I'm like, how are you doing this? So, turns out she has kind of a weird, it's not really a blog, it's more of a website. Yeah. I think she operates mostly on YouTube. Yeah. She goes by Bite Size Vegan, which is kind of ironic seeing how she's known for eating an entire bucket of lettuce. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. She posts a lot of, like vlogs and videos and that sort of thing about random shit uh, most of them are transcribed so yeah it's pretty easy to like look through and do that sort of thing she talks a lot about like animal cruelty she has a whole page on oh, yeah. vegan humor vegan humor yeah also what the what the hell is with the whole like nugget thing oh i think she, that's what she calls like her followers yeah but i yeah it's kind of weird she has a patreon where she makes like two thousand dollars a month oh, Jesus. doing this which is fucking wild can, can we start doing vegan videos where we eat just lettuce yeah uh rat roast is now a vegan podcast <laughs> follow us support us on patreon please it's not we're not even gonna talk like talk about veganism you're just gonna hear the crunch noises as we eat lettuce it's just audio of us eating lettuce for 40 minutes (laughs) people will love that right oh for sure people love chewing noises yes all right so we saved three separate little things all right not really three we saved two things and then i guess we'll just talk about her yeah (laughs) and her 
her dark world that she's crafted. So should we start off with a weird poem? Please, yeah. She has these, I think they're kind of parodies on, like, the Draw My Life YouTube trend, where people, like, go on a whiteboard and, like, draw things. Yeah. But she kind of makes it, like, she makes it from the perspective of, like, livestock animals to, like, point out the cruelty. Yeah. And so there's one that's called Kidnapped at Birth that just, it's... It's so fucking strange. It starts out, Dear Mama, I'm trying to remember you. You come to me in parts, never the whole of you at once, just parts. I like your eyes. I remember your eyes. Those impossibly big, round, sad eyes. The first thing I ever saw was those eyes. I opened mine for the first time and met yours. I could see myself reflected back in those eyes. I could see my own eyes and my face, brand new and so small. And then she goes on to say, Mama, I remember your tongue. As big as my head, that tongue. So rough, but so gentle. I was born slick and wet, and you cleaned me with that tongue. Or at least you started to. When I've, like, Arden just linked this to me. Like, I didn't realize it was about livestock at first. I didn't either. I started reading this, and I was like, is this about her? And then I got to the tongue bit, and I was like, excuse me? Hold on. Um... Yeah, and then it starts talking about, like... And then it switches to the mom's perspective. And it's talking about how the cow, like, cried. And then it's like, you must be so... Oh my God. Must be hungry, my child. I have milk for you. But they take it. Every day they take it. It hurts so bad. No, it doesn't! Jesus. I swear to God, I have been at a dairy farm. My great uncle owns them. The cows are fine with being milked. You just suction a little thing onto the udder and they just sit there and munch away at hay. Like, they're fine with it. <laughs> Christ. Oh god. The comments on this post are really good, too. This one comment is, you did it again, Emily. Left me crying and looking for the tissues. I wish I knew all this when I was younger and raising my boys. Would have gone from vegetarian to vegan years ago. Thanks. Jesus Christ. Like, okay. <laughs> this woman is the expert on cow emotions. <laughs> The first comment I really like, I'm gonna read one more. Um, this yeah. video, extremely well. I really think it's so powerful, and however you created to tell the truth, it's great. Gradually, I'm going to be a vegan with your important post. I would like to thank you for the post, because your post helped me so much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's really building, like, a, oh god, a strong follower base filled with people with valid opinions and educated thoughts it's yeah okay sorry i just read this little bit of the poem here yes i have nothing left to give my child i'm so sorry they've taken everything my children my milk my fight my life the darkness is coming my child i'm so sorry i'm so sorry please know i tried bitch you do not use dairy milk cows for meat oh my god they are two separate cows the meat cows and the milk cows. This is so counterproductive. What the fuck? <laughs> like, this is just wrong. Yeah. Jesus. And then she talks about, like, how, like, at the end, it seems like the calf dies and is used for veal. And it's like, yeah. you realize that, like, 90% of calves are not used for veal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, that is not a thing. Well, what, you expect these things to be based in, like, fact and reality <laughs> i mean yeah but by the woman who ate a bucket of lettuce as a political yeah. statement i don't think it was even a political statement i think she just ate lettuce yeah i think that was just her food i'm saying like her whole veganism stance is oh, kind yeah. of a political act so i'm looking at these other draw my life things yeah they're all kind of just like that they are the big ones come and take us oh i think this is um <laughs> chickens the big ones 
the big ones. Well, that would be so funny if she did that, but it was just like the um the script for Chicken Run transcribed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Instead of a video, it's just a ripped video of Chicken Run. It's just Chicken Run. But, like, the way YouTubers do it where it's, like, turned upside down and, like, the colors are inverted to, like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, lord. Alright, another post that she has is... Is horse riding cruel? Is it vegan? First of all... Is horse riding vegan? Do you, do you have to eat the horse after you ride it? <laughs> Yes. Okay. I, that's what I thought. So this is, um, like, I know quite a bit about horse riding just because my mom is very into horse riding and we have three horses. But like, okay, she says, um, veganism in general is about opposing the use of animals for our own personal gains in any form whatsoever. So horseback riding solely benefits the rider and is thus a form of using animals for entertainment. Interesting. Does she know that, like, there's a bunch of wild Mustangs yeah. <laughs> that are being routinely killed because they're wild and yeah. they don't have any use for them? Like, people, like, rescue the Mustangs to ride them. Yeah. And that's what keeps them from <laughs> being killed. What would they make those, like, emotional Hallmark movies about the horse girls? Yeah, if they exactly. weren't riding the Mustangs. <laughs> The thing the thing about this is like technically technically her definition of like veganism and animal cruelty yes it fall like riding horses falls under that yeah. but she's also she's curated this definition like specifically to like fit what she's talking about you know what i mean yeah definitely so it's like it doesn't really mean anything when you're kind of coming up with that on your own yeah and also like the use of animals for our own personal gain like i feel like it's kind of natural to yeah. do that like you don't have to abuse an animal to use it yeah. for your own personal gain you can also just and also she... sorry did you say a, a video about wool you do realize that if sheep aren't <laughs> sheared that they will die right yeah like that one that one sheep Named Shrek. Yeah, the one sheep named Shrek. Is, so is Rat Roast not a vegan podcast because we are using the name of rats for our own personal gain? You have rats. You are using them for your own personal gain by... Damn, you're right. They're, they being cute. Yeah, that's true. You're not vegan. <laughs> I mean, we, we've been new. No one was ever trying to make that claim. Um, and then also... Um, I'll just talk a little bit about here. Okay. This bit here that says bits. Um, you know, the just in case, I guess, somebody listens to this. It's the little metal bit that goes in the mouth. Bits cause pain and damage to a horse's complex cranial nerves, as well as their teeth, tongue, and, and palate. Facial nerves are extremely close to the skin and thus extremely sensitive. It is essential to understand that there is absolutely no way to use a bit without a horse feeling pain. Hmm. I am fairly sure that my mom could talk <laughs> for about three hours on that. Oh my god. Because, yes there is. She's thinking that you're, like, tugging on the bit. <laughs> no, you're not. You're yeah. supposed to just make the horse, like, feel it. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> oh, and whips. She thinks that you use whips on horses. Jesus Christ. Wonderful. I love when people with no concept of how things go... Like, yeah, they talk like, about them. Not even talk about them, because that's kind of what our whole podcast is, but, like, preach about them. God, I really want to, like, 
um, she has this whole thing about how wool is bad. Oh, God. <sighs> okay, she's just talking about um, the wool industry. So yeah. I think she's, like, fine with people who shear sheep so long as they're nice to the sheep. That seems hypocritical. Because, I mean, that's using an animal for your own gain, technically, following her own description. It's just a lot of text to read through. I'm trying to figure out what her stance is on this. Her website is a little overwhelming. It is. There's a lot. Do you want to talk about um, the last post that I found? Which one is that? Uh, sex with animals. The blurred lines of bestiality. <laughs> Do you want to close with this? <laughs> sure. Okay. So she starts talking about how bestiality as a topic is so taboo. Because, like, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. 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 But then what she says is, what if these much-reviled acts aren't some rare perversion of human sexuality relegated to the darkest corners of the internet, but actually a common everyday practices supported and enjoyed by the vast majority of society? Huh. Huh. Huh, okay. She goes on to talk a lot about, like, how it's hypocritical because in, like, ancient societies and mythology, like, people would fuck animals and gods and shit. Yeah, but that was different because that would be like yeah. Zeus in the. We actually talked about those. The yeah, oh, she fucks a bull. Yeah, that was kind of weird though because she thought the bull was sexy. Yeah, that, that's different. The, the thing is though, like these aren't reading these myths aren't actual stories about people. Yeah, it's not history. Bulls. Yeah, it's it's mythology. Do you understand the difference? Yeah, she goes on to talk about artificial insemination like of livestock animals and how that is bestiality which isn't which is an interesting take interesting take let's just say it's funny again hypocritical because like a lot of times in like zoos and shit there'll be animals who like they have to artificially inseminate like literally yeah. for the safety of the animals and the propagation of the species so. like those pandas who were yeah to <laughs> oh god <laughs> so you know, hypocrisy, but also, like, she talks for so long about fucking animals. And also, like, is it causing harm? Animals in the fur industry are and it's are routinely killed via genital and anal electrocution. Yeah. Sorry, what? But anyways, like, you know what? Artificial insemination, this is the like, a lot of vegans do this. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, this is really bad because these certain things are being treated really badly in this area. And, like, you realize that's not the entire picture, right? Like, that's that's the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's easy to make anything look bad, honestly. Yeah. If you put it in, like, black and white and use, like, fucking <laughs> terrible music and... Oh, God. Yeah, I know. And she talks about, like, jacking off pigs and... Yeah, it's bad. Mm. It's bad. Mm. Oh God! Have we have we roasted the vegans enough? I think we've roasted the vegans enough. Okay, so um, I forget how to close. It's been so long. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to tune in next time for another wonderful explication. We probably won't talk as much about vegans and fucking bulls yeah. in this episode, although we don't make any promises. Um, you can you know find Rat Roast wherever podcasts are found: iTunes, Google Play. Uh, SoundCloud, that sort of thing. Um, subscribe to us on all those. Follow us on Twitter at RatRoast. Um, oh, and if you have any suggestions for topics, you can email us at RatRoastPodcast at gmail.com.
to get in touch. All right. Um, I think I think that's it. Is that it? Anything else to add? All right. Yeah. Sorry we missed a week, but you know we're back. Hopefully, you know updates will remain frequent. Hopefully, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know you were all waiting with bated breath. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> the like two people who follow <laughs> my mom and. Uh, <laughs> Oh god, I, if my parents started listening to this, I would die. God, apparently my dad was looking for the podcast on the new uh, Google Podcast app. No! Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Michael, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Smith. <laughs> Alright. Until next time, thank you for listening, and remember to keep your rats away from open flame. Goodbye. Hello. 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 <laughs> Mr. President. Let's um let's Hello. <laughs> let's open up the little uh chat thing on the side of the Skype just in case it goes out again. Okay. Yeah.